Hi, welcome to Words of Eternal Life with Sister Corrine, Episode 3. I pray that you've been well since the last time we spoke. I pray that everything has gone good for you so far in this new year. I thank God for being here today. I thank God how he's kept me and how he's looking after me. Uh, if you have your Bibles, I want you to go with me to Mark chapter 13 and verse 13. Mark chapter 13, verse 13. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Let me read that again. Mark 13 and 13. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Go with me to Psalms 34. Psalms 34 and 19. Psalms 34 and 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered him out of them all. I'm going to read it again. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered him out of them all. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your word today, God. Lord, we ask you to open hearts that they may receive your word, Lord. God, look on those with bowed down heads, Lord. Look on those with heavy hearts. Look on those that's going through trial after trial, tribulation after tribulation. God, we're asking you, God, to uplift spirit today. Encourage your people, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, I do want to talk about trials and tribulations. I want to talk about God's people being encouraged today. You know, we go through a many a thing. Sometimes just because we're saved, just because we desire to live right, just because we desire to live by that word. And we're going to be fought day and night. There's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulation. You know, God didn't promise us a bed of roses when we started out on this walk. We knew we were going to have to fight. There's a war going on, honey, and you got to fight. You know, ever since the beginning of time, since Satan wanted to take over the heavens, he wasn't satisfied with his position. He wasn't satisfied with what, with what God had made him to be. No, he wanted to sit on the throne. And we know ain't no way God was going to have that. So, you know, Satan ended up getting kicked out of heaven. And not only that, he convinced one-third of the angels to go with him. One-third, y'all. He convinced a third of the angels to go with him. And they did. And he's been making war with the saints since the beginning of time. He's been making war with God's people since the beginning of time. Because he's out to get every soul that he possibly can to follow him to hell. That's why we're going through trials. We go through tribulations. We have things that don't go as well as we hope that they would go. Not only that, but God is trying to make us what he wants us to be. Satan don't have any sense. He doesn't use his head because if he knew 
that a lot of things that we go through, if he knew that they are helping us to mold and shape us to be what God wants us to be. But you know, you got to fight, honey. You might be going through, you might be having a rough time. But you know, the Bible says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning. We don't know how long a night is to God. The Bible says one day is like a thousand and a thousand like one day to God. So your day may not be, your night might not be just eight or nine hours. Your night might be who knows how long. But joy is coming. You just got to hold on. You just got to trust in God's word. You just got to believe that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. I don't care what's going on in your life. You got to put on your armor, honey. And you got to fight back. You just can't sit down, sit around and let the devil slap you all upside the head. Let him treat you any kind of way. He'll do it if you sit back and let him. But when he can establish a pattern in your life, when he can see a certain thing or a certain situation causes you to get weak or causes you to back up or causes you to, to start looking back, God don't want us looking back. He wants us to keep looking ahead. He wants us to keep marching forward. If you're looking back today, stop looking back. Turn your head turn your head around and look ahead of what's in front of you. Look at the prosperity, look at the blessing, look at the anointing, look at the souls, look at what all God is going to do for you. But you got to endure. You got to endure hardness as a good soldier. And we in a war. We in the army of the Lord. You got to pick up your sword. You got to pick up your shield. You got to prepare yourself for all-out battle. Now, we know that the war is already won. We know Satan is already defeated. But, you know, he has spread himself like a, a green bay tree. Like he's larger than life. He's good at making himself looking bigger than what he actually is. But, honey, the war already been won. You got some battles to fight. We may not win every battle, but we learn. We learn as we go. And as we continue to go and go, we learn how to fight the battles. But if Satan is learning too now. He's learning how what causes you to back up. He's learning what causes you to feel weak. He's learning what causes you to go to looking back. But what you've got to do, honey, you've got to make up your mind that you're going to endure hardship as a good soldier. That you're going to stay on the battlefield for your Lord. That you're going to keep on fighting, no come what may, that you're going to fight. You're going to fight so you can see another day. You're going to keep holding up the blood-stained battle for our Lord. You're not going to give up. You're not going to turn back. Sometimes we go to certain situations, we go to certain people looking for an encouraging word. We need something from the Lord. Sometimes you, you don't know where to turn. The place you think you can go, it ain't there. But you know what David said? David said he encouraged himself. That's what I want you to do today. 
where the ones you think is not there with that encouraging word. When the ones you think don't show up when you really need them. Honey, encourage yourself. Pick up God's word and go to readings on encouraging scripture. You be encouraged. You endure. You hold on to God. Don't turn loose. He's right there. He ain't never left. He is right there. How you know God ain't bragging on you? How you know Satan ain't accusing you in God's face, telling you, telling God, well, I, I bet if you do this and you do that, God, he going to curse you to your face. Don't you let God down. You hold on, honey. You keep looking ahead. You keep believing in God's word. You keep trusting in God. Keep believing that he's going to do just what he said he's going to do. But you know what? You got to stand fast, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Don't you give up. I don't care how hard it seems. I don't care what's going on. Know that the Lord is with you. Know that God is by your side. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He's right there. He's going to see you through it. But you got to hold on. You got to trust in the Lord. Once you learn how to get through these trials and get through these tribulations, the better you'll be at it. The better you'll have peace going through. You won't be rattled. You won't be tossed to and fro with every strong wind that come along. You'll know how to stand. You know, be like David. Be like David when he was just a boy. They want to know who's going to fight this Philistine. David said, I'll fight him. I'll come for I'll fight him. He came for He was ready to fight him. And the king looked at him. He said, you just a boy. He said, well, you know what? I was out tending my father's sheep. And along came a bear. And he tried to kill one of my sheep. I killed that bear with my bare hands. Then another time along came a lion. He tried to kill one of my sheep. He said, I killed that lion with my bare hands. David told the king, that Philistine, he'll be no more than that bear or that lion. Just like I killed him, just like God gave me the strength to kill that bear, God gave me the strength to kill that lion, I know God going to give me the strength to kill that Philistine. David was not afraid, and I don't want you to be afraid today. Look back over your life. Look back at what God already done brought you through. Look back on what already God done done for you. Rely on that. If God did it for you then, he'll do it for you now. He said, I am a God that changed not. He's the same today and forevermore. God does not change. He brought you through the past tribulations and trials, he'll bring you through this. You just got to trust him. Be like David. Say that Philistine, he'll be no more than that bear or that lion. Put your faith in God. Put your confidence in God. 
You know, I'm reminded of a story concerning Joseph. I'm sure you all know the story. Joseph was 17 years old. He was he was uh, one of Jacob's youngest sons. He was only 17. Joseph had 11 brothers. Joseph, God gave Joseph dreams. Not only did he give him dreams, he gave him the interpretations of dreams. You know, sometimes, just like siblings do, his brethren were jealous. They were jealous because of what God was doing through him. And they were jealous because the father favored Joseph over the rest of them. Because he was a child of his old age. Jacob made Joseph a coat of many colors. And you talk about jealousy. Them brothers were really jealous then. Of what the father was doing for Joseph. The son that he loved so much. No doubt he loved all the kids, but there was something special about Joseph. The Bible says Joseph had a dream. He dreamed that the, the items in his dream were bowing down to him. The sun and the moon and, and stars, 11 stars. He said all of them bowed down to him. Not only did that upset the brothers, but that upset the father too. And the father's like, now you think me and your mother and your, all your brothers going to bow down to you? That's what he said, but I tell you what, Jacob kept that thing in his heart. Jacob knew that God was using Joseph. But anyway, one day came a day when Jacob sent Joseph out to see about his brethren. They were in another city, not too far from where they lived. And Jacob sent him out to see about them, check on them, see how they was doing. They weren't where they were supposed to be. They were in Dothan. And Joseph followed them over there. But when they saw him coming, isn't that just like the devil? I tell you what, a jealous people kill you. If they get a chance, you have to be careful. And that's exactly what his own flesh and blood, his own brethren, that's the plan they had made for Joseph to kill him. Joseph hadn't done anything to anybody. He was just being used by God. He was just in a place where God was using him and he was favored by his father. And for that, they wanted to kill him. But you know what? He endured. He endured hardness. He endured because he knew God was using him. But you know their intention was to kill him, but they end up putting him in a pit. One of the brethren talked him out of killing him. And just put him in the pit. But another brother talked him into selling him. And that's what they end up doing, selling him to some people that were on their way to Egypt. How about Joseph ends up in Egypt as a slave, as a servant. But you know what? He endured. Because you know what? Evidently, that 17-year-old boy, Joseph, he knew 
God had a plan for his life. The Bible said, don't lean to your own understanding. You may not see or you may not understand what God is doing in your life. You may not understand the trials. You may not understand the tribulations. But don't lean to your own understanding. Trust God. The Bible said, all things work together for the good of those that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. Put your confidence and your trust in God. Don't try to understand everything that's going on around you. Don't question God. Say, well, Lord, why, why is this and why is that? Trust God. Joseph ended up a servant. And when one of Pharaoh's officers home, the Bible said because Joseph was there in that man's home, God blessed the man's home. He was an Egyptian. But because of Joseph, his whole house was blessed. Not only his house, but everything he had out in the field, that was blessed. Because Joseph was abiding in his home. And he had given Joseph charge of the entire house. Joseph was running everything in the house. That captain of the guard, he didn't have a single worry. But you know what? How many know the enemy is always busy? He's always thinking of ways to to jam you up. Get you in situations. That's why we got to be steadfast and move. We got to always know that we are in a battle and we have got to fight. But the man's wife set her eyes on Joseph. Joseph was still just a boy. No doubt some years done passed, but he's enduring. He's enduring. She decided she wanted to see what it'd be like to be with Joseph. She asked him, come lie with me, Joseph. Joseph said, mm-mm. Now, now, my master done gave me charge of everything in this house but you. So, uh-uh, I would not do this evil thing. Joseph told her no. But you know what the Bible said? Day after day after day after day. She continued to ask him, lie with me. Isn't that just like the enemy? He not going to let up, honey. You just got to make up your mind. You a warrior for God. You on a battlefield. And honey, you got to fight. You got to fight for your life. You've got to fight. Day after day, she was running in behind Joseph, but he continuously told her no. One day, she grabbed a hold to him and said, lie with me. He said, no, that boy ran out of that so fast, he messed, He left a piece of his garment in her hand. And she used that garment to tell, tell the, those that were in the home, look what this man tried to do. My husband then brought him in, brought this Hebrew in among us. See how the devil lie on you? Make it seem just like it's the truth. But the devil is a liar. Then when her husband got home, she told him the same thing. This Hebrew you done brought in among us, he tried to lie with me. And, and, and I got a piece of his clothes. See here? He couldn't help but believe it because she had a piece of, of a Joseph's garment. So she just knew. He just knew this man done tried to do this with his wife. 
the Bible said his anger was kindled against Joseph and he put him in the prison. Lord have mercy, the boy that ended up in a pit. He then ended up a slave in somebody else's house. And Lord have mercy, now he in the prison. He in the dungeon. Ain't done nothing to nobody. But you know what? He endured. He yet had his trust in God. Here he is living in a dungeon with criminals. But he endured. He held on to his integrity. He kept his trust and his faith in God. And the Bible said while he was in the prison, he became the leader of the prison. The head guard turned everything over to Joseph. Everywhere the man went, he prospered. Even in the prison. It may not seem like you prospering while you're going through. But you are. Sometimes the enemy spreading himself so big and wide like that green bay tree. We can't see around him. But honey, look harder. We serve a big old God. It's more that be with us than be with them. You just keep on holding on. You just keep on fighting. Don't let your guard down. You just keep on fighting. Keep that sword in your hand. You keep rejoicing and keep praising God. You know, trials and tribulations don't, in, don't last forever. You're going to get through this. You're going to make it. Oh, yes, you are. You're going to make it. But, you know, the Bible said God will make a way for you. <laughs> He'll make a way for you to get out the dungeon. The Bible said while he was in prison, Pharaoh had locked up his butler and Pharaoh had locked up his baker. I don't know what the butler did. I don't know what the baker did. But they had done upset Pharaoh that he done sent him down and had him locked up in the same dungeon where Joseph was. And you know what? God gave both of them dreams. Neither one of them, the same night, the butler dream a dream and the baker dream a dream, the same night. Joseph knows the butler. He had, he had a sad countenance on his face. Joseph went to him and said, well, what's wrong? What's, what's the matter with you? He told him, I had a dream. And you know what? Joseph told him, the interpretation of dreams belongs to God. See that the boy yet holding on, he yet got his faith and confidence in God. Right down there in the dungeon. Are you in a dungeon today? I don't think your situation might be as bad as Joseph's was, but I don't know. But anyhow, Joseph interpreted the dream. He said, in three days, you're going to return to your post. You're going to be reinstated in three days' time. That's what he told the butler. But now he told the baker, he interpreted the baker's dream. He said, in three days, your head going to be cut off and the bird's going to eat your flesh. <laughs> I don't know if the baker really wanted his dream interpreted, but that's what he got. And it came to pass just as Joseph interpreted. The butler was reinstated and the baker 
was hanged and the birds did eat his flesh. Joseph told the butler, he said, now just do this one thing for me. When you get reinstated to your post, and you, I want you to talk to Pharaoh. Tell Pharaoh about me. Tell him I'm down here and I'm an innocent man. And I hadn't done anything. Do you know what that butler did? He went on back to his post. He ain't gave Joseph a second thought. Forgot all about Joseph. The Bible said two whole years, y'all. Listen, y'all. Two years passed. And God gave Pharaoh a dream. That he couldn't interpret it. He didn't know what it meant. He had sent for his musicians and his sorcerers to try to interpret the dream. They couldn't do it. And then that old butler said, oh, look at here. I remember my faults this day. Said there was a man down in the dungeon with me. When you had me put in the dungeon, there was a man down there. He interpreted my dream. Send for him, Pharaoh. I'm sure he can interpret your dream too. Won't God make a way for you? Won't he work things out for you? If you just hold on, you've got to endure, honey. You've got to endure. Even when you ain't done nothing wrong. Jesus said in Mark 13, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. You don't have to do nothing to people. You don't have to do nothing for a situation to come up on you. We are in a battle for our lives. And you've got to fight. Hallelujah. But you know what? In one day. In one day. Joseph. Come up out the dungeon. Where he had been for God, only God knows for how long. And one day, he goes from the prison to the Pharaoh's house, to the king's house, to the main man in charge. In one day. Hold on. Trust God. Believe his word. Be encouraged. Put on your armor. We at war, honey. Hallelujah. The Bible says he got himself a shave, put on some different clothes, and he went up to see Pharaoh and was successful in interpreting his dream. And not only that, he went from being a keeper of the prison to the keeper over Pharaoh, over the whole country. He was over all the country food, all, everything coming in, everything going out. It had to go through Joseph. Look at what God won't do. Anything. If you just hold on and trust in God. Praise God. I want to read Ephesians 6 and 10. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, 
against the ruler of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. You say, honey, I done done everything I can do. Okay, go ahead and stand. You done done all you can do, stand. Paul said, Paul, Paul wrote to Timothy. He said, I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. I have fought a good fight. Henceforth is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Hallelujah. Finish your course. Fight a good fight. Believe God. Trust in the Lord. He'll bring you through whatever you're going through. Oh, yes, he will. Yes, he will. Well, that brings our podcast for today to a close. I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you're encouraged today. I pray that you won't let nothing separate you from the love of God. I pray that you hold on to the Lord for dear life because it is your life. You be blessed and endure, endure hardness as a good soldier. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.